Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I want to thank my sponsors, Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So here's uh, an episode for your listening enjoyment. I got the Schultes with me, Ray and Ryan. Ray, I've known for a really long time. Ryan, not so much. I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting to know Ryan and finding out how he's same as his dad and maybe different from his dad because even when you're working together each person has a different personality different experience it's a wonderful hobby to share within a family so welcome ray and ryan and let's start with ryan what's your hobby journey been if you've watched your dad but to what extent are you interested in cards and collectibles and sports in your own i got started in cards last year when i went to the nationals and it was a very eye-opening experience where i got to see hundreds of different cards all types of uh, other things at the show including things like pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh, but uh, mainly uh, sports cards and i started collecting so yeah you know jim let me just uh, interrupt here because he visited me in 2016 in atlantic city and he was on the show floor for about two hours and he had to leave. And so he got some perspective in terms of what was going on. Actually funny for me, because he had never known really what I did for a living. And so when he came there, he got a little better idea. Last year, I actually recruited him and he worked for the entire five days. Now I gave him some time off to go check out the you know, exhibitors and the cards and all that, but uh, he worked all five days and he was uh, shuffling like HBO sports, the whole team around the floor. So he got a whole different perspective on the industry and met a lot of people. Brody, the kid, took him under his wing and kind of walked the floor with him. He's coming back to Atlantic City this year and his eyes are open now. He's got some interest, but he's going to be my shadow for five days. What did you enjoy the most, Ryan, last year? Because now that you've had some level of experience, what did you love about last year and what do you want to do more of this year? What I loved about last year was there were so many people there, so many cards and the people there were very polite. I walked by some of the podcasters or the card openings that were happening at the show. And some of them invited me on to open. Oh, the Breakers Pavilion. Yeah. You yeah. Got to spend some time there. Yeah. And I got a lot of work done, which I actually found fun going around the convention floor and helping people. Also, one hefty workout walking five days. I got 15,000 steps per day. Yeah. But unfortunately, actually, Ryan, equivalent to walking a round of golf. So a lot of sympathy there that uh, you could walk, walk 18 holes is 14,000 steps. But, yeah. but, but he was excited that he did meet so many diverse people, so many ranges, so many different varieties, so many people that were great for him to understand, to get to know the industry better. And they were all very giving in terms of explaining things to him and taking him through and showing him. And so I know he really appreciated that. And that's going to be crazy again in Atlantic City, but I felt comfortable. He could go out on the floor by himself now. And uh, he understands the format and he knows how to conduct it himself. And uh, for being 12 years old, I was extremely proud of him last year. And people are asking me if he's coming back this year. And the answer is absolutely yes. And I can't wait to be there. Are you going to be signing autographs, uh, Ryan? <laughs> Not quite. Very gratifying for me to hear that a young person walking around that doesn't have all the answers yet is getting good treatment. There's some pretty rough characters who are pretty brusque and show me the money or move along. That's the attitude that some of these dealers have. 
hey, kid, you're blocking my table. Now, I've heard right. stories of that. So maybe that's not the case anymore. And that's a good thing because we need to be welcoming to all ages, all demographics, all men and women, everybody. So he does get the benefit of our behind the scenes conversations, candid conversations, in the back room conversations. And you know, he's mature enough so that he understands that and comprehends it and knows how to deal with it. He has a talent where he can walk up to somebody never met before and converse with him and be in a situation where if he has to help him, he can help him. If he needs to learn something, he'll learn something. And, and so for me, it's great because I trust him to go out there and, and represent not just me, but the national too. Yeah. And some booths I went to had a lot of memorabilia and the dealers were very nice and they explained to me where the memorabilia came from, what's the story behind it. Yeah, I think the dealers and people on the floor are very coming to younger ages now. Okay, so how are you preparing for next year, Ryan? You were there last late July in Chicago, and now late July you're going to be in Atlantic City. In those 12 months from last year to this year, what preparation or is there any homework or have you discussed with your dad how can you be taking batting practice yeah so this year i think i'm going to be a lot more ready and available to help people because last year i was learning things on the fly for example we had an hbo crew coming around the convention floor and so i had to lead them and i had to learn everything a day before like where everything was so so this year i'm going to be much more prepared he's got a better feel for who attends and we've had conversations throughout the year i'll talk to him not necessarily to strictly prepare him but just to get him acclimated so that when he does get there he has even more of a comfort level but i'm comfortable with the people that are close to me that are working with the national that they educate them and they take care of them too. And that's a nice thing for me. And I'd sometimes rather have that where somebody else can point them in the right direction and explain to them something because it's a little bit more meaningful that way. And I look at it that there's better expertise going directly to him versus me trying to explain something to him all the time. Ryan, here's my tricky question for you. And most people in the hobby do not know how to answer this regardless of their level <laughs> of experience. Your dad is a brand advisor. Most people do not know what that means. It means he's a smart guy. He walks around, he gives advice. But a brand advisor, what do you think that means from observing your dad? Because he's good at it, but most people don't know what it means. What I interpret it as someone who goes around representing people. You represent Don Mangley, Clemente's family, oh, Buckshaw Walter, and also now with the a national convention. And corporate comes, right? Yeah, and corporate. So you're doing a whole lot of things and you're being an advisor and helping promote with Don Mangley, promoting his charities. Or We've had conversations where now I can explain it to him. At this age, he's understanding where I'll say to him, I package a, an, an entity. It could be a person. It could be a corporate a package, promote, and do whatever it takes to put that situation into a positive, whether it's advertising, marketing, promotion, and get to a win-win situation. So with the national, I think conducts its own branding, brands on its own, but my thought process is community. I try to create the community within the industry, and I just feel by creating a community, we'll get the exposure, we'll get the engagement, We'll get the people to come to Atlantic City. And one of the things we find is, and Ryan's experiences too on the floor, is a lot of these people, whether it's social media 
or email blasts or whatever throughout the country, they haven't met each other, but yet they feel like they know each other. And their time at the national is to be, hey, I want to meet that person in person. And I can't tell you how gratifying it is to see people meet for the first time. They may be conversing for years, but they've just never had the opportunity to meet, whether it's from Texas to Chicago or Seattle to Miami. I feel my job is to help facilitate the community. You're a great connector, Ray. Ryan, your main context, I guess, is going to school now. And so what are your favorite subjects? And are you like your dad? Are you a connector among your friends? Yeah, I would say so. I have a decent amount of friends and I know how the system works at school. I know if everyone, if all your friends are jumping off a cliff, don't do it. (laughs) I know that. But yeah, for me, school has gone really well. I'm interested in things like history, English, things like that. I can write pretty well. I love history. I also love doing speech and debate. I'm articulate with my words. He's very modest. He's a straight A student. And that's not me. I was I keep telling him my history was not there, but he, he managed to get what I was hoping for. But no, he's very intelligent. He's very worldly. And I guess maybe it's because of his upbringing where you know, I tell him, I said, he's done more in 12 years than I did my entire life. He's experienced more. He's more worldly. And back when I was growing up, it was the neighborhood and the bicycles and Maybe one vacation out of town, that was it. Where now times are totally different. Uh, I had tickets uh, to the golf tournament here in Arizona, and he ended up getting tickets to the Super Bowl. So it's like, it's just a different time for me too, as well as him growing up. But he's a sponge. He likes to learn and he likes to experience it firsthand. And so for him, I don't have to talk him into coming to Chicago or Atlantic City. He's looking forward to it because he understands it, that it's an experience, it's a challenge. And he sees the benefits of it. One of the things that I always preach to him, and Buck Walter always preaches, this is Donnie and all that, is be prepared. And there's nobody better, nobody more prepared than Buck and Donnie and all that. I teach him, no matter what it is, schools, athletics, whatever, uh, or this assignment, be prepared and do your best. And I have absolutely no problems. Very proud of him for what he accomplished in Chicago. And I know he's going to do a great job in Atlantic City, too. Yeah, Ryan, what about your friends? Because again, you're very articulate. Are you able to schmooze your friends like your dad does, <laughs> of convincing them that this is the greatest hobby and that they could get more involved as well? Are most of your friends curious or are they involved or are they just wait and see? Yeah, I think a lot of my friends, they love sports, but like they love watching the NBA, LeBron James. They love doing that. So if I were to say, hey, look at this LeBron James card, they would probably get a lot more interested in the industry. And that would be a great way of getting them active in the community or in card collecting. So it would be fantastic if they did. But also, it's just great to have people out there who can connect with you. Oh, I hope because we want to, Ray and I share the and everybody in the industry is sharing the desire that the young people, that there'd be a, a transference to the younger people that can keep this fun alive and even grow it. I know Fanatics wants to have more collectors and they need to be really tapping into people like you and your friends and making yeah. it more mainstream. And I'm sure Ray is involved on several levels for helping our industry improve the brand and the exposure and the recognition and the understanding that this is a very wholesome and a rewarding. 
I probably have told you this before, Jim. One of the things that the satisfaction I do get at the show is when the families connect, whether it's a father and a son, a father and daughter. Now we have the mother, the grandmother, the grandfather coming, the sisters coming. And so we have the entire family coming. When a father can connect with the son, when he's talking about Mickey Mantle, and the son says Aaron Judge. And all of a sudden there's a connection. That's what it's all about. For me, that's what collecting is all about. And under one roof at the National, I think everybody enjoys watching other people get excited and learn something or you know, spurs a memory. And that's what, that's what it's all about, too, is creating memories for a lifetime. And what better than sports to be able to do that? That's a good note to end on for Father's Day. Thanks, guys. That was great. The man-